We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Winning isn't everything, but it's the only thing. In our business, there is no second place. Either your first or your last. Exactly two minutes remain in this football game. Dallas leads Green Bay 17 14. Shar on third down. Third and goal. Quarterback. Three seconds left. Green Bay Packers are going to be world champions, NFL champions for the third straight year. Far. Lays it up for Freeman and it's incomplete. up everybody welcome back to another episode of talk of the tundra a proud partner of the eurostep podcast network and the blue wire family i am your host numac and coming with to you with a uh a somber we'll say packers podcast but an exciting one after a 40 to 33 loss of the philadelphia eagles with aaron Rodgers going out due to injury but jordan love coming in and joining me is fellow jordan jordan tresky how are you doing, pal? The future is here. <laughs> as he says, as he raises his uh, his microphone to his mouth, like he's announcing the Royal sorry, Rumble. Sorry for ruining the uh, <laughs> levels of this podcast. Uh, ten seconds into it. No problem. That's no problem at all. <laughs> but as we mentioned, uh, the highest scoring game for the Packers this year, um, regrettably on both sides of the ball, as they... Score 33 points for what I think. I think they score 30 points for what I think is the first time this year. But then ultimately, they scored 31 against Dallas. My apologies. Uh, but then ultimately let up 40, which is their absolutely uh, most allowed uh, this season. The previous high was 28. So it coming against the Philadelphia Eagles, who are now 10-1, and isn't necessarily surprising. But by no means is it acceptable. So... I think first and foremost, Jordan, you talk about the most most important position in sports, 
and that is the quarterback position. I think uh, before we get into the excitement of the future, as I know you're so excited to do, I think we should jump right into just talking about how Aaron Rodgers played well this game. Like, he had one fluke interception when it went off of Darius Slay's helmet, and it was, like, intercepted. But then the second one against Reed Blankenship was bad. Like, really bad. But other than that, 11 for 16, 140 yards, and two touchdowns isn't isn't bad. No. I, I mean, <laughs> the context of all of this is that um, <laughs> this whole week, I believe he talked about his thumb and how he actually broke it. Uh, yep. in the final play of that Giants London game. The Brits, you know, the Brits will always do it to you. <laughs> um an avulsion fracture for Aaron Rodgers. Avulsion fracture, his which tendon, I came... his tendon tore away from his bone. Yeah. Which is um Ouchie. Ouchie Wawa. <laughs> so there is a lot of that going into the game. Ian Rappaport had, of NFL.com had that report. Then Melissa Stark talked about it before the game tonight. And I was like, okay. I see where this is going. And yes, he made some spectacular throws. Um, the interception that went to, I forget the Josiah Scott, I think that was mm-hmm. the one that bounced off of Darius Slay. Yes, fluke, but the kind of interceptions that have been happening to Rodgers and the Packers this year, like yep. you can't really <laughs> can't really reason with it, but it's just been like the fourth or fifth time that something that was like that happened. Yeah, it's just been a bad luck year for the Packers. Ex- exactly. Um, and there were some great plays, moments of brilliance. I thought there were times where it's not Rodgers throwing um, away or behind his receivers, like some of those t- touchdown passes they threw tonight especially the one to Cobb. He was actually leading the ball to where Cobb is going, Man. which is like, it, again, it was one of those, like, it was like Christian Watson's touchdown last week where you just see the guy, all the attention going to Christian Watson, Randall Cobb runs a perfect route against his matchup. And it was just a dart. And that was when the game was, I think that was when they tied it or took the lead because the Eagles missed their um, the extra point after their second touchdown of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it, it was a very weird game, very weird first half, but we kind of ended where we expected it to be. Yep. It was just a very winding path that, uh, that we all took. But with Rodgers specifically, it was just like we do things we're kind of holding on by a string or yeah. a tendon. Yeah, by a, a very thread of the tendon in his thumb. And um, and then just getting crunched yep. by all these defenders. That was the checkoff's gun was there, but uh it didn't go up because three defensive linemen took him to the ground and then presumably broke his ribs. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely like an exciting Rogers game when he was throwing the ball. And as we get into our like what we're leading into with this and how the game went, I feel like we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Way, way, way ahead of ourselves. If Rodgers does sit out the year and if his career is done in Green Bay, which by no means do we expect it to be that because of 
basically the cap that we're dealing with with him and we're in cap hell with him with or without him so regardless of all that the two touchdowns he had tonight you know that scene in like fast and the furious seven like the no. it's been a long day oh. or that whatever that song is yeah yeah and it's all those memes always get set to that song when you're missing somebody like those two throws were like pinnacle peak rogers like he the 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 dart he threw to Cobb was incredible mm-hmm. by no means it's like fitting into a tight window or like some circus throw it just was the rogers we had come to know and love for so for so long it was just like man seeing that level of play was was very exciting for just to to see but yeah then he got uh, he got crunched in the second half. I got, I th- it very much was like a tale of two halves for Rodgers, I think. Like, he played really well yeah. in the first half. I don't think he played well in the second half coming out of the out of halftime, like three and out to start the to start the uh, the second half. And then um, a field goal. And then I believe that was the drive he got hurt on. That was, yes. So, like, not really. And his last... He got hurt. No, I think he got hurt on the three and out. They had him go back out on the field goal drive. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Philly had the ball for a long time. Then Love came in. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Because he jogged off the field for the, for the field goal. And they're talking about how he was, something was wrong with him. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Then he jogged the field and never came back. And then, and it was just like the, the visual of him, Walking without his jersey on or pads, if, he just looked like an old man. He looked old. He looked like the angel from uh, "It's a Wonderful Life" after he goes <laughs> in the water, and they're just wearing those like old nineteen forties, like <laughs> I don't know what you call them. Right. Um, that yeah, is a joke was... for a few people, <laughs> and whoever you are, Jordan appreciates you. Yes. Um, yeah, he just looked like an old dude. Mm-hmm. Very old. Um, do you want to talk about the rest of the team first before we talk about Jordan Love? Or should we, like, like just, like, stats-wise? Let's go. Let's go to Jordan Love? Let's go. I Let's think uh, our, our faithful Jordan might be in love with number 10 of the Packers. Is that, is that so, Jordan? I just want to see him play. This is where we are. This is where we have been. There's nothing. There is very little of the game. I know the broadcast tonight was like, well, they still got a chance. They don't. The game, this season's done. I'm getting to Seinfeld voice right now. I'm up to, up to here. Um, yeah, I was just like, okay. like Especially with the way this game started. I was like, okay, we're going to see Jordan Love all of the second half. It was... I mean, um, those some of those words kind of uh, turned out to be a little true, but right. Um, I was just like, this is there's very little the the touchdown throws from Rogers, the the great plays, great drives, all the stuff that the offense finally clicking in kind of balance for the first time this whole uh, season. Um, or very, it's not the first time, but you know what I mean. Like, it's mm-hmm. been very few times that we've seen it like this, right? Um, and then when you see something like this happen, it's like, yeah, you could either like, oh, well, this sucks, 
but it's like just I want to embrace this moment. I don't know what Jordan Love is. I don't really care if he's if he's not even a starting level quarterback. I just want to see what it is. This is year three. And we talked about before, his only start has happened when Aaron Rodgers got COVID and they had to immediately throw out the game plan yeah. and bring in one three days before the game, I believe it was. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure like that Thursday they knew. So it was yeah. two days of practice, if that. Yeah. Um, and these situations aren't very friendly to someone coming in. Um, I thought he looked pretty poised. It's not, it's nine. I think he was just six for nine. Yep. Very nice. Um, nice. And um, whereas I would have thought I would, my like buffer or better for the doubt would have been like, yeah, he's coming into a game blind. He didn't think that he would be playing at all. It was a very different Jordan love that we would have saw from that cheese game. Mm-hmm. And the volume size is very different, <laughs> but he's making he was making throws that were just bullets. He's the thing too that I I I think I can already see this. It's going to be determined how what his future is, but he will take chances, and that's not something that Aaron Rodgers will always do. And you can either live with that or you're going to die by that. And some of the throws that he was having in the second drive in particular, he had Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones just didn't couldn't corral the ball in. Yeah, Randall Randall Cobb and kind of like a freelance scramble play. Yep. Just missed him. Yeah. But just take those chances. Those yep. are the, the he has the arm strength. He's got like all the stuff that the the raw talent to be something interesting as a quarterback. The, the Christian Watson throw between oh, yeah. the Jones drop, I think, and the Cobb drop when he threw it. I think that was, I forget the, the sequence exactly, but he had like Christian Watson in the end zone through it, was a little yes. too far ahead of him, missed him. Could have had Alan Lazard over the top, but like that's just being an inexperienced quarterback kind of thing. But at least he's taking those shots, not throwing also, it Lazard, away. Also, uh, Lazard died on that route because that's just what, Which, what he does. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. I, I agree. Like that he looked good in what he was given. Like the caveat to all of this is that it was a lot of zone, like soft zone and a lot yeah. of prevent defense. Like the the big sixty three yard touchdown to Christian Watson doesn't happen because of Watson like beating the coverage off like or I'm sorry, let me rewind that. Doesn't happen because of Jordan Love throwing a great ball down the field in a wide open receiver threw a very nice ball to wide up on Christian Watson over the middle and Watson Watson used his raw speed to make a touchdown. Like that was how that happened. It wasn't like some very pretty throw. Yeah. But the flip side of that is that there was a lot of zip on those balls. Like it was coming out fast. Like I think someone in the Discord mentioned that it comes out a little slower out of Jordan Love's hands. I didn't see it initially. No. But like maybe on his like first or second throw when it was like checked down to AJ Dillon or something, but on those completed throws he had, I think he had one to to to, to Watson to Lazard. Like there were some some zip on it, and so I'm right there with you. Like we talked about it after I think the Lions loss or whatever loss it was, I think the Titans for sure. That yes. just start Rogers this game, and then start love the rest of the year to see what we have with them, and through one course or the other. 
we might end up getting that. The, like, no one's happy Rogers is hurt. Yes, no. he got hurt again. Like, nobody's cheering for that fact. It's just the way it kind of shook out. And now we hopefully get to see what we have in Jordan Love. Like, if he goes off in the next five games and does very well, that makes it a very hard decision for Rogers and company and the entire organization at 1265 uh, Lombardi to see what they do going forward. Because one way or the other, they have Rogers on the books for the next like three, four years because of the signing bonus uh, deferrals. But if you can be competitive during that time with the team you have, maybe that's reason enough to trade Rogers or maybe Rogers, Rogers just retires. If this thumb injury and this rib injury now that he has or oblique, I think is what they call on on the broadcast is that serious. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just think for the next five weeks, you see what you have in Jordan Love. I think what's more exciting for me is that it kind of feels better suited for him to walk in and actually kind of succeed rather than like, hey, you got Devontae Adams. See what you can do. There's actual, like, it's not that the Packers they have a structure in their offense, but there is structure for him to succeed where he is still a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. He has not had reps. They even mentioned on the broadcast of like, he's this is the first year that he's actually practicing with the ones. With the ones, yeah, because of Rodgers being hurt since the Giants game. When he hasn't been practicing, Love has been taking reps with the ones. Exactly. And that's, I mean, big. It, it's very big. And again, we don't know anything about Jordan Love. We, it's the only thing that we knew is that he lit a fire under Aaron Rodgers' ass. Yep. And um, not indirectly, or not directly because of him, but just because of the circumstances that surrounded him coming to Green Bay in the first place. Yep. And at this point, your season's in the tank. You're done. There's no playoff chances at this point whatsoever. There's nothing left. They aren't this. mathematically eliminated, but they're. I'm for calling all, it for all intents and purposes. I'm no Nate Silver here, okay? <laughs> but I'm calling it the Green Bay Packers are not going to the playoffs. <laughs> right, I'm I'm right there with you. But yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see what they do from an organization standpoint. Like I realize Jordan chokes on his water. I gotta make sure I, gotta, I check on my co-host here. He might be dying over there, but <laughs> he's good. So, but from an organization standpoint, I think it'll be very interesting to see what they do. Cause like the rub between the organization and Rogers came from the disconnect and communication, right? Like that was the whole reason why we almost got Rogers as the new host of Jeopardy these past couple of years. But yes, like, as much as you've repaired that relationship and you've been trying to repair that relationship, it, without a doubt, is within the best interest of the club to just bench on Rodgers the rest of the year, rest them for next year if he chooses to come back, and then trot Jordan Love out to see what you have in him. Like, this screams Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo kind of situation where they just they end up signing... Garoppolo to a small contract for two years or however long that was, and then just see where Rodgers takes him for the thing if they decide to keep him. And 
but if they don't like sit Rogers the rest of the year, then you don't have that opportunity to see what you have in Jordan Love, and that makes that decision to pick up his fifth year option way more risky than it does if you just know what you have in him. I think that's yeah. just the biggest thing is that that's the best thing to do for the Packers. TM. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, I mean, that would, the, it reinforced why, as much as I was like, at the time, I thought it made a lot of sense for them to draft him because mm-hmm. where it looked like Aaron Rodgers was going. Yeah. And, how much he was good but not great under LeFleur's first year. The what's the old adage? The best time to uh, get a new quarterback is when you don't need one, or whatever. It's something it's something along those lines. I can get behind that. So I was like, yeah, that's why you draft a quarterback. The only problem that I had, and I mean, pretty much the NFL. Uh, uh, I guess what is it? Uh, Twitter sphere or whatever. Yeah, the NFL it, analysts and just general people knowing about the the game. Yeah, is you just signed Aaron Rodgers to this huge deal yep. at the time the biggest contract in NFL history that has been surpassed by Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> uh, is like how how do you properly evaluate Jordan Love when his timeline of his rookie contract overlaps with Aaron Rodgers contract right and it's going to make things messier and all this stuff and two and a half years later we're not here same circumstances are still here both players are still here and now it's just a matter of the the next five games are going to I don't think they're going to really determine what the off season is like in any way, mm-hmm. shape or form, because it ultimately comes down to Aaron Rodgers. Right. But for us fans to have been like, okay, you have this, you have this um, plan in waiting. You have the quarterback in waiting. He's not waiting anymore. He's going to play. Right. He's going to play he at least play. next week. He should play. He's going to play at least next week. Hopefully, like, like again, we should take all that. Like, we should be careful and being so sure about this because we just don't don't know with Rogers at this point. Like, I've been looking at the list; I haven't seen anything yet. But sorry to target you up to, but hopefully, <laughs> yes. But I, I just think this is it. Th- these games are all we need to see. Where does jo- how? Where in his development? does Jordan love stand? That's a tor- terrible way to say this, but it's just like you want to just see something out of him because he just has not been on the field at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, some post-game quotes rolling in from LaFleur. Um, LaFleur said that they don't know when Rodgers was hurt and they could see him wincing and then that uh, Rodgers apologized not being able to finish. But LaFleur said that, quote, as long as Rodgers is able to go, I expect him to be out there. So that's kind of leading. It's leading, but it also gives them cover. Yep. So, um, but to give you some fuel for your fire, uh, Rob Dombowski tweets, uh, Jordan Love quote, the mindset for me was to go win the game. Yeah. About that. 
Uh, Matt Lafleur, what the hell were you doing? What, what, what's, I, like, what's wrong with Matt Lafleur? What, what did you do wrong? I well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw this out here. Well, I'm curious to see. I'm uh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. They're down ten. Mm-hmm. Driving in the field, I believe, in the red zone. On the field goal drive. Yes, the last last offensive drive. Okay. There's one minute and change. Let me get my let me get my specific. Uh, I've got I've got the up. drive up. There were first and ten at the Philly twenty-one. First, okay, so you're knocking at the door of the red zone. Yep. Um, second, it's second down. You get uh, Tunyon a good pass. Yep. He missed Cobb. That was the when he missed Cobb too. Yep. Go for it on fourth down. I dis- I disagree. Mm. I disagree because if you miss it on fourth down. Then you don't have a chance at all to just like to win the game. Turnover on downs, like there's no chance. At least get some points there, so that you can keep your opportunity alive with the onside kick. And like if it's closer than fourth and four, sure. But we know how they've been on fourth down all year long. They've been poor to say the Rodgers. (laughs) (laughs) And. At least, thumb and all. at least you give your team an opportunity to go drive again if they get the onside. Now, that's a tall order to ask. I don't remember the last time the Packers have actually recovered an onside. But the point being is that you just don't automatically lose right then, right there. Because even then, if you score a touchdown on that, that exact drive, you have to do the same exact thing, but kick a field goal or score a touchdown again. The problem, though, is that you're never as close as you're going to be at that moment. And even with the field goal, it's just window dressing at that point. You know what I mean? You haven't been, I mean, we'll get into the defense very shortly. You were not able to stop the run at all. You could even stop a bottle of x lax That's how terrible right. their run defense no, was. No, I get it. Like, But I just, I thought it was like, this, again, this is my motto. I'm going to say this so many times, people are going to get annoyed with me. There's nothing left to lose. Yeah, no, I'm right. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Like, it, it's it's time to go for it. But I think that is the the analytical proper route to go, because at least you give your cha- yourself another opportunity to win that way. No, I have no. I'm no Nate Silver. Okay. I have no problem with Matt Lafleur's uh, decision to kick the field goal there. I'll be watching. I'll. I have a close eye on <laughs> Maddie with. Jordan Love hopefully taking the helm here. Speaking of Matt LaFleur, he was quite happy for uh, Jordan Love on the touchdown. He was all yes. smiles, dapping up, um, dapping up uh, Jordan Love on that touchdown. Um, another quote. Zerber from- Luto. <laughs> coming, uh, another quote coming through from postgame, Aaron Rodgers, quote, as long as we're mathematic, mathematically alive, I'd like to be out there. So maybe they lose next week to the. Oh no, they can't lose next week to the Bears. But what if Jordan Love starts his career, his long-term career, starting with a win to the win over the Bears, put Bears Trevor fans Simeon. in true misery? So I don't know. You want to talk about the rest of the offense a little bit before we get down down bad about the terrible defense? Yeah. Uh, 
AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones, very good tonight. I, I was mentioned in the Discord. Uh, so I know join the Discord. GSPN.info. Yes. Uh, Twitter seems to be a floating boat for now, but we've got a lot of people in there. A lot of good times to talk about during games. Join it. A lot of good fun. And promo. Um, was talking, I, was, I was talking to Discord about how I'm going to miss this era of running backs with the Packers. Like, it's by no means over. Like, that's we still have Aaron Jones at least for the rest of the season and maybe next year. But um, it's just a fun dynamic duo of running backs that I don't think we've had in a very, 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 very long time Packers history. And it's just fun watching them when they are like running on all cylinders, essentially. Like Ada Dillon was very good tonight. Eight rushes, 64 yards, eight rushes a carry. Had that touchdown to open up the game, I believe. Or yeah, that was his. Get him on the board. Yeah, that was the, the first touchdown. Aaron Jones, 12 catches, 12 rushes, 43 yards, and then Aaron Jones, 3 catches, 56 yards, and touchdown. Um, It's just so much fun to see the offense work with them when they're running so well. And I hope we get at least one more year of it because it's just fun. Yep. I thought this might have been A.J. Dillon's best game. He was super effective. Oh, yeah. Nothing. This year for sure. Yes. Yeah. It's been a weird year for him. Um, that's for sure. But that touchdown run was great. But he, he just was fighting for every mm-hmm. yard. Really, but guys are bouncing off on him. He would hit contact and then extend plays. Like it was the kind of game that I think a lot of Packer fans envisioned coming into this year. And it just hasn't worked out consistently for him. Mm-hmm. But to have both guys really firing on all cylinders. Again, that hasn't happened in all of these games this year. Um, yeah, so hopefully he's – hopefully A.J. Dillon's good because he kind of suffered a weird hit where he kind of was like – Yeah. Helicoptered almost. And kept going. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. He just bounces <laughs> off guys and then effectively is running on one leg. And yeah. it's like, yeah, that's what A.J. He, Dillon does. He did <laughs> go to the sideline with like – a hobble, not a hobble, but he was like with fast-paced movement trying to like shake off whatever injury he was on the sideline. Like he, yeah. it, was, it was a, you know when you see Charlie the kind of horse. thing. Yeah. He's kind of like trying to shake it off by moving real fast and doing like high knees and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Receivers-wise, Christian Watson, three catches, or sorry, four catches, 110 yards, and that touchdown, obviously the biggest chunk of that coming on the 63-yarder. Um, felt like most of his yards came with Jordan Love. I don't think he got targeted too much by Rodgers uh, in this game, besides that one, I think, I'm pretty sure that was Rodgers who threw it to him on the field goal uh, drive, the first one, when Rodgers ultimately went out. Uh, got hit Watson over the middle. Watson gets yes. like crunched, and they get a 15-yard penalty because of the unsports like con- conduct on Reed Blankenship. But I think that was like his one of a few targets for Watson in this game. But overall, nice again just to see him develop. Um, just just nice to see Watson continuing to score. Do nothing but score touchdowns. Six touchdowns yep. in three games for Christian Watson. Um, he might not make rookie of the year. Kenneth Walker had another impeccable day today. 
Um, but definitely cementing himself as probably wide receiver 1A or 1B next year with Romero Dobbs. Yes, for sure. Uh, and Lazar decided to get in the mix late in the game for no particular reason. Uh, three, two, catches for, two catches on three targets. Even Rodgers wasn't really looking his way. Rodgers himself only had the 16 throws, but regardless, like that's you'd think Rodgers would look his way a little bit more. After that, not too much. Two bad drops from Randall Cobb tonight. It's not, not so encouraging. Like Game of Cheese last week, he he's he's earned himself a couple of drops, but the drops that he had came at very poor times, unfortunately. Yes. Um. That's really it for the offense. Should we get? Should we get sad? Let's do it. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. How sad are we getting? The defense sucks, man. Like, <sighs> we'll, we'll get the highlight out of the way. The A.J. Brown, like, screen catch with Rudy Ford strip fumble to the Quay Walker, like, pickup was awesome. That was, like, the I'm first. The here on that play, too, is Chris Barnes because he wrapped him up, and that's where Rudy Ford could get in and strip the ball. Great notice. But, like... <laughs> That was awesome. It was like team tackling, just really how we wanted to see this defense operate the entire year. Hilariously, Quay Walker, very fast, moving sideline to sideline, not very fast, moving end zone to end zone. My man was, <laughs> my man was exhausted by the time he got tackled. I got pushed out of bounds. Um, like Jalen Hurts made like the nice play to keep him out of the end zone, but like still, like all in all, good play. Nice job on that very exact play defense. The rest of it, though, what in the actual you-know-what were they doing out there? Like, I, I'm surprised I haven't seen a Joe Barry's been fired tweet yet. I really hope they do. I do soon because, like, I just... It, it's, the, it's the running QB dilemma that the Packers always face. They just cannot, cannot, cannot stop it. And... I feel like 
you just have to hope that Jalen Hurts beats you with his arm and not his legs. Like, that has to be the mindset coming in, right? Because you know he can do it. He had more rushing yards than he did passing yards tonight. I think it was 157 to 153. That's exactly right. So, like, it's just, it's, it, it, it's inexcusable to be Joe Barry and just not have any sort of plan for it tonight. Like, we talked about it on the preview pod. They should have had a spy on Hertz the entire game and just make sure that he can't. They did sometimes. The first 26 or 7-yard run they had on the first drive of the game, Quay Walker was spying. He went to go tackle him up in the gap. Jalen Hurts made a miss. That happens. Like, that's I, I can excuse that because that plan was there. It didn't work because of poor execution. Like, that's a player problem, not a coaching problem. The coaching problem is the inevitable uh, 330 yards that came after that. 363 rushing yards from a from the team is in it's mine it's insane it's insane like Jalen Hurts had 157 yards rushing Miles Sanders had 143 yards rushing Kenneth Gainwell had 40 and Boston Scott had 24 like and I believe Hurts had 100 after the first quarter that's right that's because right. they only passed the ball like three or four times in the first quarter. That was the other reason why. Yep. And probably would have had more if A.J. Brown wasn't stripped of the ball mm-hmm. or they didn't um, uh, get any yards on their back-to-back sneaks that the Packers stopped them on fourth down. Um, kudos to them for getting that rare fourth down stop because yeah. uh, Lord knows it's been That's a another like, that. give kudos to the one spot where they deserved it. Two run and stops. And a very important juncture in the football game. Yep. But and all right, go ahead. It was just this avalanche. Yeah. And it's like you see it coming. We all saw it coming. It's not just about Jalen Hurts. We talked about Miles Sanders. Pretty good. He's having a great year. They're, I think their their rushing offense was top of the league, or they scored the most rushing touchdowns, and that's in large part because Jalen Hurts had eight touchdowns mm-hmm. on the ground. So it's not like it's not like this is a big secret or like you're going out of your way to limit the run. Right. And it kind of played in the Eagles kind of played into the Packers game plan right away because they're not they're not stretching you out. They're not threatening the, the ball or threatening the pass at all. They were willing that based on their their opening drives, they were willing to say we're going to win this game on the ground. And we're going to do yep. it relentlessly. We're going to shove and, it down your throat. Yeah. And it took a couple fluke plays, a couple turnovers that the Packers have rarely forced this year to not just even up the game, but take a lead. Mm-hmm. And then it was, they're instantly playing from behind yep. because the Eagles are the Eagles. They have great wide receivers. Um, as much as AJ Brown was a focus of attention tonight, Devontae Smith had himself a hell of a game. Yep. Uh, whether it was Razul Douglas or Jair Alexander, just very separated from from either one of those guys easily. very easily. Man, it's fast. Um, Devonta Smith. Yeah, super fast. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's their run defense is just so poor, and part of that is just because they don't have any talent. Really, like 
I know they have talent. They have Kenny Clark yep. and stuff like that. But like, who's been non-existent? Just to throw that out there, a, we'll, we'll talk a tough about game. it. Yeah, tough, he's he had a tough game. year. Yes. Um, but yeah, it was just the the Eagles' offensive line. I mean, that's the the, the other thing. They just were incredibly forceful. They're moving guys yards at a time. They were dominant, is what they were. Dominant, dominant, but. I don't. I don't know. I, I. I don't know why it is this hard to build a run, a, a scheme, or a game plan to just. I don't know. It's not even sell out to to limit the run or whatever. It's just like, just have something. Right. <laughs> what is like, this something? There's no anything. Yeah, I have no idea what it is. Honestly, like. It, there, there, there's no excuse to be letting up over 300 yards, over 350 yards rushing, because like you can say like, oh, they don't have Rashawn Gary, they don't have Devontae Campbell. Like those two guys, like maybe Devontae Campbell helps you them with the run a little bit, but they weren't good in the run before the whatever game he went on, anyways. Like they weren't good at stopping it in the first place. And Rashawn Gary's not going to be a run stopper. He's me pressuring the quarterback. He's me on the edge. And so, like, it's just an incredible lack of game planning and coaching and execution on the player standpoint to even try to stop the defense or to stop the run. I'm sorry. Like, it was truly incredible on the last drive when, like, they really needed to get the three and out so they could spend all their timeouts and get the ball back and try and have some of this like this really heroic effort essentially to come back and win the game they have uh third and three like it's first and ten again everybody knows you're, you're running about these next three plays at least because you have to to run the clock miles sanders left tackle for two yards okay dope second and eight miles sanders right tackle for five yards Okay, not so dope. Third and three. Everybody knows they're running, right? Like they are they are not passing. That is the entire stadium knows it. Miles Sanders up the gut for four yards. Like, you know they're running and you can't stop the run? Like what sort of how does that even happen? Like you have <laughs> all these guys like sure, cover the wide receivers with a guy so that's not an easy throw. But then just stack the box. And they still can't do it. Like, that's just poor coaching. Like, these players know, I should say they know how to tackle because they clearly don't. I think they had 15 missed tackles tonight. But, like, you're telling me they can't stop a simple run of four yards when they know they're running? It's, it's incredible. And it was like that the whole game. And Chris Collinsworth mentioned it on the, uh, during the broadcast while they were like showing how Hurts hasn't really run much since the first half. And it was Preston Smith and I think Anibare, who was the other edge rusher, yes. finally like stopped collapsing the pocket over the top and allowing Hurts to step up. They contained him in the pocket so he couldn't escape and run. And he didn't have a lot of those big rushes in the second half. And it's like, where is that simple game plan in the first half? Because... That's just something you do when you're planning for how to stop Jalen Hurts. 
don't let him step up in the pocket and get outside and get into run lanes. It's simple. And they show they don't want to do it. Like, <laughs> it was like, it would be like they had pieces of that. Like you said, like Quay Walker was spying on Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Yet he's doing damage out of the pocket, running beyond the hash marks. Right. All that stuff. And then it'd be like, okay, we got to set the edge. But then the middle is there to just destroy. Mm-hmm. So it's like you you have at least 50% of it down. You can't complete the other half. I think that. Or wh- whatever. It, that, that just is a microcosm of the overall defense that we see right. this year. And that's obviously a coaching issue. Yes. Like, I'm willing to give the players as much benefit and blame as they deserve they've earned a lot of their benefit this year and they've taken their fair share of blame but at least 50 percent of that blame goes to joe barry like at least because it's his responsibility to coach these guys so they get to be disciplined and understand their assignments and put together a game plan that works and his game plans this year just don't work and like again we talked about it for however many weeks straight now that Joel Berry can't game plan for two attacks on an offense. He can't. 363 yards rushing. So he didn't stop the run, obviously. But then the passing game, 153 yards and two touchdowns from Jalen Hurts. Like that's maybe you want to say stopped. Like maybe if you're being generous. But, like, the two touchdowns is a bad look, but 153 yards isn't bad. No. Especially especially on 28 attempts. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm... I, I, it's just... It's, re- it's regardless a of bag. it all. Right, re- right, right. Regardless of it all. It's just, like... It barely stopped the pass. Got obliterated by the run. Yes. I think... I think we both... And I would I would say a good deal of Packer fans. At this point, you can because you've seen um, changes in the the coaching staff, especially a defense coordinator. You you're able to discern what is the the fault of the defensive coordinator, the scheme, all that good stuff, and what is the fault of the players. And in the in the mind or in the lens of the run defense. I mean, it's clearly it's built on the scheme. It's built on the players that you have and you don't have. Um, this has just been a long going issue, no matter who is in charge. It does, it does not matter. It could be Dom Capers. It could be Ed Donatel. It could be Mike Pettin. It could be whatever. This just, just persists and it does yep. not. And it's only going to be a greater problem when, you guys, you have guys like Jalen Hurts. Um, we've seen Josh Allen. Justin Fields is getting better. And, and he's in the division. <laughs> in the division. You're going to see him plenty. Right. But whoever the Lions are going to draft as their future quarterback, he's okay. probably going to have a dual threat. Like, this is going to be a prevalent problem. Yep. And this is the, I don't know. Chris Collinsworth talked about it. Chris Collinsworth and Mike Tirico talked about during the broadcast that, like, this style of Jalen Hurts quarterback is likely going to be more common the longer the league like exists 
like as yep. time goes on, essentially. And they don't even have to be as great as Jalen Hurts. That's no, the thing. It's just, they're just going to be, be. You can be. Um, honestly, you can be Daniel Jones. Yes. Like, yep. he is a capable outside of the pocket runner. Justin Herbert is the same way. Like, none of these guys are like, take off. Josh Allen is a fantastic example. Like, mm-hmm. huge, huge QB can throw the ball a country mile. But then when push comes to shove, he can shove back in the run game. Like, this this is going to be so much more common in the NFL. And the Packers are so late in figuring out and trying to find a coordinator who can stop it. Like, yep. we said it in the pregame, Colin Kaepernick is, has, has haunted us for years. And this is, has just not stopped ever since. Yeah, Michael Vick back in 2002. Like, it hasn't Michael stopped Vick. in 20 years, Jordan. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of another. There's certainly another one that I could easily think of that I can't. Um, right. But, yeah, it's just, I, I, I think, too, it's the run defense and to to go to, like, the passing offense and stuff like that. They got pressure on Hurts. There were some good plays, but I, yeah. Preston had a pretty good game. Yeah, I think Barry, I, I, he's still kind of. I, I thought he was decent at least. Yeah, he's he. Remember, he's still a rookie. Like, <laughs> yes, exactly. He's raw and he's doing very well. Yeah, and he's ushered into a starting role that was not going to be his. Yep. You know, he's not. We were not penciling him to see every snap or primary number of snaps. Right. Um. It was frustrating. What was more frustrating to me, and what I feared but kind of am expecting is that like Rosiel Douglas gets a, a legal touching penalty that gives uh the Eagles a f- automatic first down later that drive he gets beat by AJ Brown on a fairly routine like I believe zone. that was Quez Watkins or yeah yes you're right yes okay. Quez Watkins yeah. yes it was a short yardage touchdown yep. pretty simple but it was just like it's stuff like that where their mistakes constantly compound. Jair Alexander, I mean, I I don't know what I, this experience is. I don't know. <laughs> anymore. To, to to touch on both of those, the Razul illegal, like the holding to give them the first down, I don't think is a bad play. Like the the process turned out to be bad. Or I'm sorry, the result turned out the to be result. bad. Result turned out to be bad. The process was okay because if he doesn't hold him there, it's touchdown anyways. Like the 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 best outcome for that is that Razul holds there and doesn't allow the touchdown, but then they they keep them to a field goal or a punt. But then he, the the bad part about that is that he got absolutely torched by Quez Watkins. I should say torched. He was there. He just wasn't he looking was for the ball. Beat. Yeah, he was, beat. he was just beat. Yeah, and so I believe that was also the touchdown that they scored right before halftime, which we talked about last week. They cannot, they cannot stop. stop the ball going into halftime. They just can't. It's incredible. Yeah. So, but yeah, oh, it was for for Jair. It's just like we understand that cornerbacks are psycho human beings. Like it's just in their DNA to be insane humans super confident yes irrational confident guy yeah irrationally confident guy is a great way to talk to talk about jair i think the whole experience is fine it's just really frustrating at times 
like <laughs> he the the play when he could have just went up to Devonta Smith and tackled them to keep him short of the first down marker, but instead was ready to like get the pick if it came to him is understandable but frustrating. Like I think he should have had more awareness to notice that Devonta Smith was coming over the middle rather than Jalen Hurts not throwing to his guy properly. But even when Devonta Smith caught the ball, he was almost like a half second late in reacting to that the ball wasn't coming to him. Ends up getting a first down, they score a touchdown. That ends up being one of the big differences. But it's just it's just frustrating that he isn't playing up to like that top tier caliber cornerback shutdown corner, like you're not getting to me corner that he's being paid to, which again, 60-40, I think, Jair Jorberry on that one. Like, he's not playing consistently well, but I don't think he's being utilized to the best of his abilities by the defensive coordinator. Yeah. I mean, if there's a, if there is a, if we're talking about a new defensive coordinator the next couple of weeks or when the season ends, it's Jim Leonard. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Um, his first job is to get to Jair Alexander and engage him because that is where this feels like that Joe Barry is just this guy that is in over his head and we knew his limitations we knew his track record that he was a defensive coordinator for a defeated team Right. Um, a team that never won a football game in an entire year. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to hang on that one. Um, and it's just like, this is, what did we, what else did we expect? I know it's the Green Bay Packers sheen and it's Matt LaFleur's guy and Mike Penn was the same as everybody else. Joe Barry is the same as everybody else. It's it's it just it's, it just continues on and on and on. Right. And the thing is, is that versus when Joe Barry, or I, let's go back to Mike Penton. When Mike Penton was coming into Green Bay and he was a holdover for between McCarthy and Lafleur, there was you could look at Alexander, you could look at Darnell Savage, which he got hurt tonight and. That might cap off a, a just a, a tough year, brutal, a brutal year for him. Yeah, there wasn't much to work with here. Yeah, okay. Kenny Clark was obviously a part of it too. Right. There's some. There are some pieces here that, if everything works and you know you put, if health is obviously permitting too. Um, there's something here that things can aren't that era. Uh, things can be reversed mm-hmm. very quickly. Def- defenses, it could be as much as you're forcing a league high amount of turnovers and you're, you know, just uh, a menace to other teams. You can change the program around for the better or for the worse in a year's time. Yeah. I just think at this point, Jair Alexander is the biggest key to that because you just made this huge commitment to him and he's literally lost at sea where you strip him of his captaincy and he's just kind of 
out there doing Jair things. And it, when things are going down bad, as the season's proved, it does not help anyone right. to see that. I, I think even on the broadcast that when he's basically essentially time-wasting and trying to kill momentum on an Eagles drive, and he gets off the field, and all these people are booing him, which Eagles fans are doing all throughout tonight because the Packer, some Packers players are doing this. He's waving at them, and Matt LaFleur apparently got into his ear. And it's like, why did that take so long? Right. This is not the first time this has happened. We talked about the Bills game. We talked about the Lions game. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that that just keeps happening with Jair specifically. And other stuff has happened, too. It's not, not to just point them out, but, like, that you got to rein that stuff in. That's right. that's the sign of an undisciplined team, right? And on defense, that certainly shines. For what it's worth, Tariko and Collinsworth said that he was getting worked on for cramps on the sideline when they weren't on the field. Yes, so he was like battling some sort of cramp. He wasn't just diving to take a dive to set momentum. Yeah, but total agree on that. It shouldn't have taken twelve games from Matt Lafleur to be like, "Hey, knock it off," kind of thing. Yeah. Which, like, it sounds very, like, get off my lawn from us. But it's a tone setter for your team that when one of them is, like, taunting and being braggadocious about just his general actions on the field when they don't really warrant that in the total scoreboard and gameplay, that it would be better served as a leader and a captain, if he wants that next year, to be... Yes. Carrying himself as such. Mm-hmm. But total agree that they need to find a coordinator next year that engages him. Like that's priority number one. They need to find the coordinator that makes him into the certified number one DB that he deserves to be. Yeah. And can be for that matter. It, it, exactly. The talent is there. Mm-hmm. He's proven it so many times. The, it's the fact that they committed to him even when the, not that it was going to change things, but he didn't play all pretty much of all, all of last year. He was hampered by injury and all that stuff. And they still went out and said, we recognize you as an important piece of our future. Right. And to th- to see things kind of deteriorate in this fashion very quickly, mm-hmm. it that's where it gets a little, it, it can be very fraught very quickly in terms of like, what do you do? Right. Because you could easily be talking about like how we were talking about David Bakhtiari a while ago, even though that was more injury-based. Mm-hmm. Right. Total, total agree. Um, anything else defense-wise before we start to wind down? Um, not necessarily defense-wise, but Keyshawn Nixon. Yeah. Um, they found something. Turner. They found something there. <laughs> and, and for what it's worth, he's not a bad quarterback either. I, no. I'm not saying he's a, a top elite guy, but he he can be on the field. Five returns for 172 yards. Is that the most they've had in like forever? You'd have to go back to like Alan Rossum. Blow me out of the wall with that name. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah. Good for Keisha Nixon. I'm still over the Mason Crosby time now. Like, I'm happy for all of his contributions. Just not thrilled. Just in general, but that's mm-hmm. my soapbox that we don't gotta get into at this point. <laughs> um, before we wrap up, a couple of things from the Twitter machine, um, coming out. Uh, Rogers quote: "As long as we're mathematically alive, I'd like to be out there 
that uh, there's obviously a lot of other conversations that come into play once you're eliminated, and I'll be open to all those conversations. So basically, if he can play, and if they're still in the playoff hunt, he wants to play, but will listen if they're if they're eliminated. So I think from our standpoint and a fan standpoint, the best case scenario is that he can't go next week, and the Bears beat us sadly, so that we are eliminated, so we can see more of Jordan Love. Otherwise, I think Rodgers might hold this team hostage because of it. Like, if they go out and beat the Bears next week and are still in it, then I think we'll see less of Jordan Love than we should be able to. But he said that uh, the thumb felt fine for the most part. Like, they talked about on the broadcast that um, the extra few days off with the Titans game helped it heal a lot more. Um they couldn't see on the x-rays. I'm again just like kind of paraphrasing from what I've seen from Twitter while we've been recording. Um, Roger said on in his post game that was quote hard to tell on the x-ray whether he had broken ribs, but um, does not have a punctured lung. So, but he was having a hard time breathing and rotating his upper body. So that makes it sound like <laughs> that it's gonna be hard. Nothing to play, you're gonna get over that in a week. To play hard to play football. Yeah, but all it seems like he's hurting, and we'll see where he's at this coming week. Yeah. So, all in all, forty to thirty-three Packers lose. Uh, a still exciting game. A lot of excitement to be had. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Watson, according to Next Gen Stats, reached a top speed of twenty point nine seven miles per hour, fastest speed by a Packers ball carrier this year. That's pretty fast. Top Gun Maverick fast, you know what I mean? I think that's a big cue for us to get out of here. <laughs> Couple of things to to promote before we before we leave you. Um, the Eurostep boys, Rohan and Ty, just got done recording their Eurostep uh, episode for this morning. If you're listening to it, so go check out um your Eurostep podcast feed for the latest and greatest Bucks news. Bucks uh, beat Luka Doncic and the Mavericks at home uh, Sunday night, which is always a pleasant sight to see to beat uh, Jordan. Uh, Jason Kidd. I don't know why I call him Jordan. Jason Kidd. Uh, and check out uh, the make time for this episode on the World Cup. World Cup's halfway through the first, uh, probably more than halfway at this point, um, the first round of the group stage. And Andrew and Adam made, had a great preview of the whole tournament. Um, prior to it kicking off last week, that's over on the make time for this pod, and I think they're going to be throwing out by round podcasts as well, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, GSPN and info for the rest of your uh, podcast needs for Wisconsin sports and other makeshift topics. Join the Discord. It's a lot of fun in there. Other than that, it is my lovely pleasure to say thank you, Jordan. And I, it is my lovely pleasure to say you're welcome, Numak. <laughs> thank you. <laughs>
much happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com